This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, all the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, every time that I'm supposed to say the intro, you like put your hand up like, come on, Christine. No, it's, it's, like, it's, come it's on. like, go. It's like my, my Hollywood. Don't shoot like, a gun at me Three, now. two, okay. one. Right? You're Haven't you ever seen Wayne's World? aggressively. Yes. Have you ever seen five, yes. four? Yes, I have. Love it. Wayne's World. Party time. Okay. So today we have such a wonderful guest. Major guest. It is a major guest. Actually a Wendy major guest. (laughs) Wendy major. Oh, she's fantastic. Um, You are going to hear from Wendy major today who is located about four hours north of Toronto in Ontario. And she has such a great story. I met um, Wendy actually was a speaker on Project Hope with Sergeant Ken and his wife, Stephanie. Um, and that's Weikert. The Weikerts came up with this great idea just to help inspire people, help other people endure is the acronym HOPE. And had different speakers from all over the world. And Wendy was one of them that was handpicked by Sergeant Ken. And She's going to tell you she actually said no to him the first time, which <laughs> a great story. People don't really say no to Sergeant Ken because he's just very dynamic. And um, so we get a little bit about her backstory of, you know, all of the heart work that she is doing um, and has a company, Universal Home Care, up there. And I love this because it really takes us to a different realm of the fitness world that, you know, there's a place for dance. There's a place for this. There's a you know what, let's talk about what is really happening right now. And there is a big cry and a big need for, you know, what's going on with the baby boomers? What's going on with people with disease or need to live more quality lives? Right. That senior population needs a whole lot. Uh, And Wendy has uh, started her business about five years ago, Universal Home Care, it's called. And uh, they take care of all those needs, but including like a lot of that movement things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and making sure that um, people, if they do have, you know, small ailments are taken care of and right. are rehabbed, uh, you know, uh, perfectly. And she says even, uh, you know, she was on her way. She just picked up somebody's garbage and has to take it to the dump. Right. So like all these little, um, you know, things that we do in our day to day life that we don't, you know, we, we, that we take for granted doing them ourselves. Um, you know, Wendy has a, a, a business that provides those services uh, to the seniors. Very cool. I mean, like, you know, and, and the genesis of it and where it comes from and how it was, you know, worked its way up and, uh, and why she started it in the first place. Uh, there's a great story behind that as well. And, uh, she gives it all to you. It's a fantastic, uh, talk that we had and, uh, good fun. I love it. So listeners out there, if you are sitting back and thinking, you know, I'm, I feel like there's something wrong with this or there's so many issues or something's happening, get up there and, and take a stance and make a change and, and say to yourself, listen, if if that uh, if that door's not opening, you're upset. Go out and do something about it. You know, be the change you wish to see in this world. Thank you, Gandhi. Um, but Wendy is, you know, a medical exercise therapist, personal trainer, and and she's using all of these skills to help people live better lives. And I uh, am happy to know her and uh, 
You're going to enjoy this. Absolutely. So here we go. We got Wendy Major, Two Fit Crazy in the Microphone podcast. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian, how's it going? I'm doing well. You know what I was pumped? What? I was pumped about that we were coming here and it was one of our podcasts and we get to kind of like say what we want and and get nuts and no scripts and I, I don't have to remember like to behave. You know, for for those of you that, that don't understand that, so we've got a couple podcasts that we host now, right? And some of them are just a little bit more highbrow than this one. <laughs> we have to put on our uh, our smarty pants it's just before a we do the crowd. This that's is the all. best, yeah, because this is like a hang. You know, we're just chilling out. Like if I mess up and I'm like cursing, like it's okay because I'm like, all right, this is mine. I can't do that. Like in other places, on the other one, there might be yeah. pink slips. I don't yeah, know. I can't yeah. be like, oh shit, I messed up. I mean, um, so yeah. So anyway. We have an awesome guest today, and I'm going to say a podcast virgin rock star. Virgin to the podcast. Wendy, you can speak for yourself later. But um, Wendy Major, how are you? I'm fantastic. And yeah, thanks for letting me come to the the Hang podcast because you never know what you might instill in me. Might portray something that you might not want to put in there anyway. (laughs) It's all good. Can't go wrong here. Mm -hmm. So... Wendy, tell us, tell our listeners from all over the world, where are you coming to us from? I live in Chelmsford, Ontario, which is a northern community where I'm about four hours north of Toronto. Okay, so, you're, you're up there. I'm way up there. <laughs> you know what? It's uh, it's fall for us now. It's uh, we're We're down to the single digits at night. I'm really sad about that, but you know. It is what it is. We enjoyed our summer. Wow. So it's, mm-hmm. it got a little cooler for like a day here on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> and now it's like 95 degrees and humid <laughs> again. I just did a hard workout before and I almost died. <laughs> it's really hot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We can meet somewhere yeah, not, in the middle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. We have to work out hard so we don't freeze our balls off. <laughs> That's true. There you go. I am at a point where I feel like I should go get tested for COVID because it's so hot. And I'm like, I'm so tired and I can't really breathe. Meanwhile, it's just the humidity. But I'm like, you know, like you're all freaked out because you- Wendy, I have to talk her off the ledge all the time. Christine, you're all right. I, uh... All right. It's just a little humidity. <laughs> <laughs> all right? You could be in single digits overnight in oh, four he's... hours. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure it's <laughs> yeah. awesome up there. Yeah, it's almost toque season. Oh my god. It's almost yeah. what season? Toque. What's that? Explain. Like, okay, so that's that's the knitted hat with the pom pom on the top. Uh, keep your head okay. keep your head nice and warm. Oh. All right. yeah. Look at all these weird a words. Toque. I got that. I'm bringing that down south of the border then. We're we're going to from now on. Okay. Pretend like I made that up. Hashtag toque. Like, 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 like I'm, uh, yeah, like I'm Paris Hilton. Like it's hot. That's hot. Yeah, I'm, that's mine now. Yeah. Too. Hey, nice too. <laughs> Great. You're gonna get beat up for that. <laughs> like pretty much. Uh, I like a nice toque though. I do. Don't we it all? sounds no. dirty. No, it <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, uh, right. <laughs> look oh. at this. You, you're, you're, you know, you are educating us on your on this show. Is that what you do? You just like fashion um, consultant and uh, you know fashion terms. And is that uh, is that what you do, or do you do you do something in fitness? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm I'm completely not fashion, but uh, I can uh, I can equip you with our Northern Ontario attire. Um, but no, I'm more in fitness. So I uh, I'm a medical exercise therapist and a personal trainer. So I do all that in between, and 
Yeah. I have a home care company and I teach boot camp classes. All right. I'm a busy girl. Tell us what company you have. What are you doing? What are you up to? So my company is called Universal Home Care. And what we do is we provide services in home to seniors and other people who really can't get out to get the services. So uh, we provide everything from personal support workers to physiotherapy to massage, hairdressing. Um, I actually just picked up a load of garbage for one lady who obviously doesn't have a way to get to the dump. Um, little things like that, little things and big things as well. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are stuck at home and up here in Canada, well, especially in our community, um, long-term care is, can be quite pricey for some people, especially people that have already paid for and have their homes paid for, for the last 20, 30, 40 years. Uh, change is a big thing for seniors. They want to stay in their homes. And like I said, long-term care can be pricey. Plus, uh, it takes about three to five years to get into a long-term care facility now because they are so overcrowded, overpopulated, and in such demand. So even our hospitals are busting at the seams with people that are going in repetitively being taken care of. Um, Just, you know, someone falls, you know, the risk to fall again is just more enhanced. So they just, it's their repeat customers type of thing to the, to the hospital and they can't really send them home, but there's nowhere else to send them. So the hospitals get bogged up with people who are, you know, living on their own, but can't go anywhere else. So it's a, uh, it's a crazy crisis, but I'm sure it's uh, there's a lot of things over the world. So what we're trying to do is just trying to alleviate some of the stresses and the pains and, and uh, that of, you know, the family that is taking care of their elderly parents or grandparents uh, trying to alleviate the, the stressors of long-term care facilities and the hospital by treating people in their home as opposed to keeping them in the system. That way, you know, th- these people can stay in their home longer where they want to be, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that fixed mm-hmm. income thing really, you know, drives a wedge into in between, you know, what you want to do and what you actually can do. Um, and w- mm-hmm. what a great service. Yeah. And you know what? It's just, it's so, it's so needed. It's so needed everywhere. Uh, baby boomers are coming up. We haven't even been hit yet with the, uh, the massive expansion that we're going to need. Uh, and it's just, we're getting an eye opening now, right? So in the next five to 10 years, it's going to be even more so of a demand of all of these services and all of these um, like hospitals, long-term care facilities. It's just uh, anything anyone can do to help on the side is so much needed and appreciated. So we've talked to a lot of people in the fitness industry and many people are attracted to fitness because fitness is sexy and we get to, you know, work with athletes and pick things up and put them down and challenge people. What was it that, drew you i know that you know we talk a lot about the baby boomers and you know you know brian and i also talk a lot about you know we we love working with people that are you know that you're really truly helping from the core whether it's weight loss or you're getting off medications or you're changing your life and you know living a more quality life whatever that means how did you go from you know obviously from fitness i love fitness to this is the population i want to work with Well, uh, when I first started my fitness journey 20 some years ago, I actually had a vision of, um, helping with child care, like child obesity in, in Canada, because I knew that it was on the rise and kids were not as active as they were and they're not eating as much as they, like what they should be eating and, you know, all of that. Right. Um, and then a few years into that, I was working at a gym And I was uh, recruited to come and work for a physiotherapy company in my city. So they sent me off to get trained as a medical exercise therapist. I worked in physio uh, for the next five years and loved it. I just love the, you know, the rehab. And with my personal training experience, um, I love going from rehab right to, you know, where do you want to go? Because I can take you there, you know, from somebody who... 
just tweaked their back and they wanted to get back to the track or somebody that, you know, had never done exercise before and wanted to start and get better than they were in the previous, like before I saw them in rehab. So I had that, um, the caveat as per se to, to bring them all the way through because rehab typically stops when your pain stops or when the treatments stop and then you just continue to do these little exercises on your own at home and you go on your merry life and you are pretty much the same as before you walked in. Well, I could bring that a little bit farther. So I loved the fact that I could go more with these individuals. So then um, I was, I was in that facility and, you know, when you work for minimum wage, it, it gets tiring. Uh and when you ask for more because you need more and they say no, then you have to look for something else. So an opportunity dropped in my lap with another physiotherapist in town who was working for um, a government body called OHIP, Ontario Health Insurance Plan. So everybody in Ontario has like this health insurance. They get, you know, this is basically our free health care. So for seniors in particular, they were allowed to have three physiotherapy treatments per week, every week for the year. So the, the government paid for that. And what this was called was the false prevention program. So it could be either one-on-one if they needed one-on-one. So somebody coming out of the hospital, knee replacement, hip replacement, shoulder, whatever, anything they had at the hospital, they have a one-on-one three times a week with me. Or we could mix and mash it. And I created classes um, for these seniors according to their abilities. So, like, we'd have chair exercises. We'd have stretching exercises. We'd have strength exercises. We'd have, you know, um, balance classes. Like, they could come to a maximum of three exercises per week. But, of course, I let them come to any, all of them that I, hmm. that I taught if they wanted. So this was a fantastic, uh, a fantastic opportunity that I jumped into. I loved it. I love working with this community, with this demographic. You learn so much. You learn so like how busy our life is and how unbusy their life is or was. You learn so many stories. You, you learn to sit and listen to people and listen to their life stories. I just loved it. Uh, and I love the fact that, you know, one woman, I remember this as clear as day. Um, can you still hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, she, she walked up to me with her walker uh, and she said, hi. And I said, hi. She goes, I want to walk up the stairs. And I said, okay. She said, I haven't done that for five years. Hmm. I'm like, okay. She goes, I want to walk up the stairs to go to my son's house for Thanksgiving. And this was in three months time. I said, we have three months. I said, if you think you can do it, we can do it together. She said, I think I can do it. There we go. That's all you need. And in three months, she went to her son's house and she walked up the stairs. And I was just, you know, it's, it's things like that where you see, and they're so appreciative and they're so grateful for everything, every bit of time that you spend. And it's, it's so nice to have, you know, to have that relationship, right? That's- so... Yeah. So then a few years down the road, the uh, government decided to change its policies. OHIP was canceled and it was given to a private, another, like another government body, but that was more private. They took it over. So they had never done the work that we had been doing before. So they provided other senior services, but they had never done physiotherapy. So we were to transition this huge conglomerate on how the process, the procedures and the processes and, you know, how you schedule your day and how you work with the people. Um, and they're like, the bigger the company, the more that people are numbers, right? Yeah, The small, you know I mean? the bigger the company, the smaller the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, you know, this company, the head office is down in Windsor, which is eight hours from here. Um, so they have no faces to look at every day. Um, so as we we're transitioning uh, this company in to take over uh, and like we grew from, I want to say, a clientele base of 
let's say 50 people to a clientele base of over 2000 people. So like we were like very efficient at what we did. Um, but this conglomerate came in and this is how we're going to do things, but you need to tell us how to do it. Okay. This is how we do it. Okay. Well, we can't do it that way. I'm like, well, this is how you do it because it has to be done this way because these people need to be looked at. So what happened was, uh, people were falling through the cracks when this, when this company came in and, um, one of the people that I've been working closely with for years was, uh, left unattended and she passed away, hmm. which broke my heart. Like, you know, you work in this demographic, you get close, people mm-hmm. pass away, that happens. And, but the thing is when it's neglect, it's just, it's not, it's not cool. So the, the physio that I was working with and myself, we sat down and I was beyond tears. And I said, this can't happen. We can't allow this to happen. I don't want this to happen. These are like all my little grandmas and grandpas. Nobody disrespects anybody here. We're making our own company. We're going to do it. We know how to do it. And we did. Awesome. And that's exactly where it started. Wow. See, yep. I love it. This is all that hard work that, you know, yep. it's hard work, yeah. but it's hard work, you know? It's hard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't even think it's like, I don't even deem it as hard work. Is it challenging at times? Absolutely. Um, but it is hard work. And another thing too, is like finding the, you know, the people that wanted that, that feel the same as you, like they're as passionate and as compassionate as you are doing this. And I am so fortunate to have that team. It's just been amazing. It's been an amazing journey for sure. And I know that the people that we work with understand how much heart we actually have in this for them. They're our, they're our world. We want, we want nothing but the best for them and make sure that they're well taken care of. And what is amazing is that you saw this, you saw this need and our listeners around the world sometimes think like, what can I do? You know, how can I, you know, I feel like I have to work for a company and, and this is what it's supposed to be like. No, what's great is that this is, you know, you can go out like, you know, Brian and I are like, we're going to do a podcast. We're going to make a podcast production company and you do it. It's not like, I mean, you could sit back and make all the excuses whatsoever, but you saw the need and you went out and did it. And I think that's important for you know, listeners, whether it's in the fitness industry or beyond that, this is, this is pretty powerful stuff that, you know, you're like, I'm not taking this and this is what's going to happen. And you did it. That's pretty Mm -hmm. inspirational, Wendy. Thank you. But you know what though? Like it's, it's like you said, you see the need and you see like, for me, it was just, I saw that I saw too many, too many things falling through the cracks, too many and things being people. And like, you don't, these are the people that, you know, they're the generation that built this world for us. They're the generation that led us here to this point that got us everything that we have today. So you can't just leave them as a number. They're so much more than a number. They have names, they have faces, they have souls, they have history that paved the way to our history. Absolutely. So how mm-hmm. long, how long has it been? How long have you been doing this? This is my fifth year. Awesome. So you guys are mm-hmm. running, you guys are running strong. You've uh, worked through all the kinks, uh, I'm sure. And, uh, and you're able yep. to, to crank it out. That's beautiful. So yeah, Wendy, well, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, um, what's crazy now is that what we didn't even talk about in the beginning is that people don't just fall onto our podcast. We didn't even talk about that. Okay. So now that all the listeners, kind of have an idea of what you do and, you know, all the amazing work. So for all of you, Wendy, actually, I crossed paths with her through Project Hope, which if our listeners have listened to our episodes, Sergeant Ken has been on here. <laughs> so has many oh other God. people. And um, this was a really powerful, um, you know, series of webinars from, you know, people from all over the world kind of sharing inspirational stories and, um, but Wendy, you happen to be one of the speakers handpicked by Sergeant Ken. And first off, how the heck did you cross paths with him to the point where he would ask you to speak? Well, I know this. Oh, oh my God. Right. Like, 
So one day, like I go to Toronto for the CanFit Pro certification, like certification, but the um, the uh, courses, yeah, and the yeah the conference, and that's where I met him. And of course, big, outrageous, beautiful personality that he is. You know, you're just addicted to that. I'm addicted to that kind of personality and that kind of workout. And you know what? I want when I work out, I want to work out hard. I want to sweat. I want to. I want to almost throw up. And that's exactly that's exactly what he does. And I'm like, I love it. He's inspiring. He's motivating. He is. He is. I can't even say enough about him. So you know what? I knew him on that level. So I go see him every two years and like, you know, do his classes and I do almost all of his classes on the weekend and all of it and like, you know, grab the photo up in the end and then be on my merry way back to Northern Ontario. It's like, oh, it was a great weekend. So Surgeon Kim, so Todd, Dr. Peter, blah, 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 you know? So then this, uh, this spring, yeah, he, uh, he sends me a, a message through Facebook, a private message and like, you know, doing this thing and you know i'd like you to be a speaker and i looked at my phone i put my phone down and i'm like he's just crazy (laughs) then i looked at it again i said okay well i should respond because he sees (laughs) that i saw it okay so i'm like um so i typed back i said i think you have the wrong person oh no don't come on i don't think you know who you're talking this is wendy (laughs) he goes I know exactly who I'm talking to and <laughs> like you, you know, like everybody has a story and I want you to share and I want like, yeah, no, I, you know, I respectfully decline, Ken, like it's thank you for thinking of me, but I don't do that. That's not, that's not, not something I do, not uh, going on camera and, you know, talking about, I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> so I'm like painfully shy. So he's, so he said, okay. And, you know, he left at that and then, you know, the series started and I was, of course, like I watched every one and like, oh, and you're right. So inspiring, so impactful and just unbelievable. And then he sends me a message again. He's like, I'd really like you to, you know, be like one of the speakers. And I'm like, you must be grasping at straws. Like, does nobody want to talk with you? Like, <laughs> like No. Like, what is going on? And I'm like, and I put it on my phone. My husband said, what's, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm going to have to unfriend him. He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, he's asking me to do like talk in front of the world. And I can't do that. He goes, well, why not? And I'm like, well, like, what am I going to talk about? Well, what do you want? What, is it? what does he want you to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I said, I can't do that. And I said, and now I, I don't want to unfriend him. I like him. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh my God. So like, you know, I'm like, you know, after a few days, I respond back. I'm like, okay, you know what? I can't say no to you twice because that's just rude. So because it's in my deep in my soul, you're like one of my mentors. You're somebody I look up to and you've asked me to do something. I have to step up now. Otherwise, I can't be your friend (laughs) and I want to be a friend. So anyway, you know what, though, like with Ken, it's just he's got he's got more belief in others than they have in themselves. And that's exactly like how I felt. I felt like, you know what? He's got this great big hand that came down from the sky. So here, I'm going to help you. I believe in you. I know you can do this. And I'm like, oh, if you believe in me, then I should. So Absolutely. just, you know what? This The whole Project Hope was just, it, it actually turned my entire life of my perception of myself around. So it was nice. I, you know, it's he is that man and he does have, you know, he does believe in people. And look, I mean, just listening to you and your just story that you just shared with us for the last 20 minutes, I mean, there's no imposter syndrome there. You definitely belong. You belong on our airwaves. You belong on Project Hope. You're amazing. No, thanks. Well, no. I didn't say all that just for you to like fluff my feathers. No, but but, but <laughs> I just want to reassure you. I'm riding Sergeant Ken Christine's coattails here. Oh, stop You it. belong. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. Well, but you- yeah, no, it was a, that was an amazing series. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, I really encourage like everyone should just take the time. And, you know, even if you can only listen to a few like I go back and listen to them once in a while and it's just, they're so inspiring. And especially ours. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> of course. It's, um, it's so funny to hear the different stories of how 
you know, some of the people were either asked or, or, you know, or Sergeant Ken came about it or, you know, to speak because there is, you know, I do believe that everybody has a story, but sometimes like you just proved to us, you don't realize the power of your story. And, you know, Mm -hmm. once some people start to realize, wait, this is powerful and this could inspire a lot of people. I mean, especially what you just said, you were like, that's it. There are too many things or too many people that were neglected. And that was the impetus for you to be like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going for it. And mm-hmm. it, you know, that's your line in the sand. And you know, again, it takes a lot. Sometimes it takes other people to say, no, 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 you, this is, this is important. And you've been through a lot and you have something to share. So what was, so what did, what was your, uh, so the, you got, you got to speak twice. So now what's going through your head? I love to, I love this. Ready? So now you're like, I don't know. I don't do this. Um, first time you spoke then at this, you know, bigger platform, how did you feel? What was going through your head? Oh, well, I'll tell you something. I wrote and rewrote and wrote and rewrote my speech, I think, a hundred times. And then that day when I woke up, all I did that day before we went live, I rehearsed it over and over again. Because I, I had to just, you know, where am I going to, if I, like, and I had to, obviously, you read from the screen, but for me, the screen goes blurry if I have any kind of thought of like what's what am I saying next or did I say that punctuation right or you know like if I put a question mark at the end of the sentence instead of a exclamation mark like my entire day was prep 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 just reread it just reread it and read it and read it over and I yeah I sweat (laughs) I went on live and I was sweating and then all and then too this was like one of the first five times I've ever ever used zoom so, like, I don't use, like, obviously don't, I don't want anybody to see me. And then whenever I did do Zoom, I was, like, no video and no sound. So you can't hear me, you can't see me, but I'm there because my name is up there. So <laughs> it's the first time I use Zoom with a video and with sound. And, of course, so, like, I go on, I can't see anybody. All I can see is myself. And I'm like, I can't hear anyone. And I'm like, oh, my God, can you hear me? So <laughs> I just started talking and I'm sweating and I'm just like, Oh my God, is this done yet? Oh, but it, you know what? It was, I finished it and I was like, I'm done. I did it. I can't mm-hmm. believe I did it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine. I didn't die. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So share with us a, a little bit about what you did speak about. Was it just about uh, your, your business and what you're doing up there? No, actually, I chose because um, uh, it is my first time speaking. I'm not, uh, you know, privy to sharing. I don't share a lot of personal information as it is. So I wanted to be a little bit more uh, like proactive. So I talked about bouncing back better than than when you started. So, you know, steps to take to improve yourself over you know, COVID time, when you do come, come out of it, what are you going to do? How are you going to look back? How you improved? Uh, and the second time I chose, we talked about mindset and it was more like a, for me, it was more like, okay, I can present presenting like a lecture. So I did write a personal speech and I sent it to Ken. And then I said, I can't say it. I can't do it because I knew that I would just end up emotionally devastated and then I'd be embarrassed and then I would not <laughs> not be able to finish it and I told him I said one day when I get more comfortable at speaking I will tell my story but I said because I'm not comfortable speaking yet especially to an audience um, and especially on technology I said uh, I just can't do it yet so I said I here's my here's my speech that I might deliver to you in the future so he has that one. Hey, fair enough. You get to a point mm. where I almost think it's like you're ready. It's like a hard candy shell where, all right, you know what? I'm not going to cry about this anymore or it's not going to upset me in certain ways. And, you know, I think um, I think it's a it's an evolution. I mean, the mm-hmm. way that when I first started speaking, it, I was like, 
oh my God, what do I say? I have to have everything scripted and this and that. And, you know, I've been a teacher my entire life, but, and it's still, you know, preparing for different things. It's, um, you know, we're on the other day with a guest and it was like, I've been a teacher my whole life, but I was in the wrong, I was in the wrong profession. It's like finding the right audience. And 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 it's something about strangers eyes that mm -hmm. are looking at you as opposed to people that you know are comfortable with or have done it before. Like, you know, put, put, put me in front of a class that's different, you know, than the one that I'm used to teaching where everybody's just easy, you know, or, or, mm-hmm. or anything like that, or just, you know, a, a, somebody else's podcast, this podcast, we flow. It's like, you know, it's a piece of cake. Put me on something, somebody else's. And, you know, it's just a level of discomfort that is, uh, that's, it's just from being different. So other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's awesome. So, all right. So now you've gotten this experience with Project Hope. What uh, what's going forward right now? What are you thinking? Did did that open up your eyes to? All right, I can maybe see doing some other things. What's what's uh, what's going through your mind? Absolutely. Well, you know what? After that was over, I told I reached out, I reached out to Ken obviously, and um, actually called him on the phone. I said, "Look, at you know, you're amazing. Thank you so much for believing in me." And uh, having more beliefs than I had in my own self and seeing that. Um, And I told him, I said, going forward, I said, I will help you out with anything you need. So that was that. Um, And actually, I'm going to be starting my personal training business. I'm going to be putting that online. So I do personal training one-on-one and boot camp classes and, you know, just in in the area. But I go to people's homes and I go to, you know, outside parks and stuff. Uh, and I've decided that, you know, saving time by driving around the city. Now I can, uh, now that I'm comfortable with being on screen, I can actually, you know, transfer my business to an online platform and uh, actually hopefully blend it with the home care as well, just to make everything seamless and, and easy for everyone to find me. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Two things. Number one, the I'm just in love with the fact that you're working with that different clientele. And I do believe that, every, I mean, everyone out there, the most successful people in fitness have this little niche, this little niche that they're into. Mine is, you know, i I'm working with now like different populations like you do, like with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and things like that. And, and being able to now with zoom, you know, work for some companies where I'll sit in my house and do a, you know, facial rehabilitation class to people all over the world. And I'm like, this is like blows my mind. And, you know, like what you're saying is that, you know, fitness is great. You know, you could do different things, but at the, you know, every time I work with people, the last 10 or 15 minutes, it's all about socialization. It's all about, mm-hmm. you know, making that connection and, you know, just that whole self. We want more quality years. We want you to smile. We want you to laugh. And that providing that is just an unbelievable resource that I think is under, uh, you know, underappreciated at this point. And um, also with COVID. So I was going to ask you what um, what's going on where you are with. Um, you know, this worldwide pandemic, is it, is it affecting you still or what's going on? Oh, there's a pandemic? I didn't know. <laughs> we're, we're in New Jersey. I mean, it's kind of like it's still affecting us. Yeah. So we, I think it was three weeks ago, uh, we went to phase three, which means everything is back open. But now like it's social distancing. So you can go inside restaurants and eat. But, you know, some tables are blocked off so that there's, you know, sitting right beside other people. Um, the gyms are open again and, uh, I haven't been to a gym. Um, but I think there's also like, depending on the size of the gym and the amount of members of the gym, it'll be, you know, um, there'll be social distancing in place there as well. So we're still pretty, like, we're really, fortunate i think our total number in our city and area and there's 200,000 people in our area so i'm just in a little pocket outside of the main city so i think we had a total of 90 cases oh we did, yeah and we like 90 in the okay. supermarket yeah, i was going to say we did, 
We did that on a Wednesday. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Again, like our population a isn't as dense as well. Like you know, you guys are you guys are yeah. a, a mega city, so you're living not on top of each other. But you know, I have 15 acres of land and no neighbors. You know what I mean? Like we live in a lot more open community. Like obviously, we have a downtown as well, which is a little bit busier, but. It's still not like Toronto. We're not Toronto. Mm -hmm, We're Northern Ontario. We don't have, you know, population. Um, And also, too, we restricted travel. Like, travel was restricted. You didn't go to Toronto. You didn't go, uh, you didn't travel to work. Um, With our home care, I pretty, I laid almost everyone off, which was fine because they just collect uh, employment insurance. But I kept a few people on because... There are some people that you you just, again, you don't neglect. People need to eat. People need to bathe. People need to get dressed. And they can't do it on their own. We're not leaving them blind. So we were just very, very strict with our workers, with um, with all of their extracurriculars, like shopping for groceries and stuff. Uh, they had people shop for them. And it went really, really well. We were very meticulous as to... Uh, as to what we did to keep our clients safe, to keep our staff safe. So now we're back into like, we're slowly integrating all of our services back, which is nice because everybody needs haircuts. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, so yeah, you know what up here we're, you know, school starts in two weeks. Um, They're going back to a full schedule. I think that like high school's, will be, I think I've been told high schools are going to be two classes one week and two classes the next week. They're just going to be longer classes and less traveling in between. But everything's almost back to normal. See what happens when people follow directions. Right, right. right. When people oh, aren't yeah, like... <laughs> like we're, we wear masks everywhere. Um, we want, like we have sanitizers everywhere. And, you know, we have, like, we have some people in the in our area that refuse to wear masks and you know and that's fine you know, they're watching their american own news but <laughs> but they're like, honestly they're one in a thousand people yeah and it's just and it's almost like it's the norm now okay you know what you're told to wear a mask we wear a mask it's like if you're go- told to go to uh you're going to a certain golf course and you need to wear a bow tie you're wearing that bow tie because you want to go to that golf course exactly right so it's like it's your attire now we're asking you to wear a mask. Just wear it. Done. And then and then you take it off and then you go home. What's that I, like? I love that analogy. I'm going to use that down here because a lot of the people squawking about wearing a mask and things like that are the ones that have to go wear you know, a jacket and tie to eat at the local, you know, the, yeah. the private golf club. Yeah. I'm going yeah. with that. And Thank they you. do. Yeah. Yeah, it's of like, course. like, oh, you're going to a black tie event. Why are you wearing a black tie? Well, because it's a black tie event. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rules. <laughs> It's funny. It's funny. The rules is you wear a mask too. Oh, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> That's great. So it's just it's just different mentality. So I guess. I so definitely one of the differences um, in, in Canada is the is the healthcare that's you know that's um, government run and and everybody gets it, which is uh, you know boy what a what a what a. Uh, I may be moving to Canada in the next couple months. Did I tell you that yet? No, oh, you are more than welcome. Depending on yeah. what's happening here, you know. But what a I concept. may be moving there. Yeah, what a concept. Just out there. So, um, and and now, so you have now your business is outside of that. Am I understanding that correctly? My what's that? Your business is outside of that that healthcare. You know, the government run healthcare. Right? Yeah, it's outside. Yeah. It's private. So, okay, so, so it's a yeah. it's a fee for service. Okay. However, some people have employment insurance, which means that some of the services we offer are covered by their benefits. So, for instance, like say you're a teacher, you have benefits for like a certain amount of dollars of physiotherapy per year, a certain amount of dollars of massage per year. Um, so you can go get. Let's say you're allowed seven massages per year for free. Like you pay the massage therapist, you send your receipt to your insurance benefits, and they send you the money back. That's nice. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's. But, you know, I told you, you we're moving. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, but you know, that's like for like some professions are like they have really good benefits. Some professions don't have any, but 
at the end of the day, most seniors in this area have um, have some sort of benefits to help them out anyhow. So it's it's nice that we can provide that for them. See, I mean, that's what we that's that's what we're fighting for, really, in the United States. And, you know, how do we get, you know, the doctors and the fitness professionals on the same page? Because guess what? Here, you know, maybe people, their um, their insurance runs out. They can't go for any more physical therapy or whatnot. And now, you know, or even doctors don't want to refer to a personal trainer because they don't or, know that or, they're... Or just like Wendy said, Wendy, just like you said, that transition from, mm-hmm. you know, physical therapy to, you know, going back to the gym. There's a, there's gray area there where, you know, you're, you might be ready or you might be need a little bit of one-on-one till you are back to your normal speed, which most people mm-hmm. don't understand that. And they go full speed and then they end up back hurt again or, um, yeah. Yeah. And you know, we have that problem up here too. Like there are some, um, some doctors that won't refer to, to physio they won't, or, you know, other professionals and that's their own, they have their own mentality about that. And that's fine. But you know, the more people that get out there and the more, the more that, the word being spread is the fact that if you just get up and move, you'll be so much more, so much better for yourself. Just get up and move. Don't, don't be sedentary. Just get up and move. It's going to help you regardless. People are starting to listen now. People are starting to understand that. And more and more people are starting to be a lot more aware. And, and I've noticed that during this COVID time, a friend of mine said it, you know, through these through this pandemic, you're either going to end up a drunk, a chunk, or a hunk. So, and it's, and it's so very true. Like, you know, the first, this happened, so it was Friday the 13th in March is when they shut us down in Canada. Mm-hmm. So it was a great day, Friday the 13th. <laughs> Start of the March break. Uh, so, you know, all the March break plans are canceled. That's fine. You know what? Whatever it is, what it is. Um, but you know, you notice that like for me too, I was like, you know, the kids are home, we're home, we're not going to work. My husband's an officer, so he's an essential service. He was still working, but that didn't mean I didn't get wine and cheese every night. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, this is like a holiday for me. I'm going to have wine and cheese, you know, and then, you know, by the end of March, my spandex were tight. Who has tight spandex? <laughs> it's not like... Like when you don't fit into your spandex, you know there's something wrong. So like April first, I'm like, nope, done. We're doing this, and I like I run groups of like 30 days of like let's just healthy eating, and I've noticed a lot more people are jumping on the you know get out and walk bandwagon, get out and run bandwagon, get out and do something. So it's really resonating. This this whole pandemic, I think, is resonating more of a a positive outcome. I think then then the negativity that we see because I see a lot of people doing a lot more people doing more and you know what even rekindling relationships I can't even the people that I've talked to the fact that you know before COVID happened the relationships with their kids were so volatile the relationships with their spouses were so on the brink of extinction type of thing. And now, like, to turn around and say, you know what, we actually have conversations, we sit down for family meals, and, you know, I've learned so much about my daughter, I've learned so much about my husband. It's just so nice to to hear that people are, are making a positive uh, change just from the family level, and that's really what's important. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Brian turned to me, when was it, like a couple months ago, and you were like, so... How's your fitness level? And I'm like, fan freaking tastic. (laughs) The two of us are like in the best shape of our lives. It's like, this is great. I know. I know. I could really live like this. I'm like, I could really work out for three hours every day. I could, I'm a little tired. Exactly. Um, it's like, I got one more hard workout today. I'm probably going to die because it's so hot out. I've been saying like, I feel like I'm camping. Like it's just like outdoor activity and play and then go to bed early and then wake up early. You know, it's like that kind of thing, you know, eat good food. Yeah. Yeah. But it's beautiful. I don't, there's not, there's a lot of negative we could dwell on, but there's a whole heck of a lot of positive that's coming out of this. Oh, for sure. I mean, for sure. 
I mean, maybe I haven't gotten my million dollar check yet. I'm still waiting for that. Is, is that coming soon? For all? <laughs> no? Or yeah, you know what? I'd love, you know what? I'd love to, I'd love to win your lotteries. Yeah. <laughs> Our lotteries are, are just little compared to what you guys got going I, on. I don't know. I what sat are the in chances? A, I sat in a bar in Vancouver once and I won Kino like five minutes <laughs> into the thing. And it was like, I was. Kino? I, well, really? I know. I was like 20 years old and they handed me like all this Canadian money, which was twice of what mine was. It was beautiful. Did you blow it all on like <laughs> like that night? Stupid. I don't even think I got up off the seat. But uh, yeah, it was. One, I mean, it was a, that place in time in my life where those things happened, and I was like, "Wow, I just won a million dollars!" Oh my god! Exactly. And the, yeah, and the beer, which is like five million American. Yeah, yeah, and the I beer was twice as currency. strong. It was like, oh my it was goodness, like, it was moonshine. Oh my! Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I'll keep some warm. Wendy, tell all of our listeners right now, where can they find you? Where can they talk to you? Even if, you know, hey, they have questions like, how did you make that transition? Um, I love this conversation today because we are talking really, you know, we're going out there and changing people's lives and helping them and, you know, baby boomers. And this is where fitness needs to be. And if, if people right now are not taking care of themselves and we're older and this whole COVID thing, you're scared. Well, guess what? Get into some good shape. Let's get off those medications. Let's get moving and let's reach out to people that, you know, can be a positive change or help. So how can yeah. someone get Even in touch with you? Even if you have like questions about a, a, like a simple change or a simple start, you know, absolutely. All right. Tell um, us. Okay. So Facebook is my name, Wendy Major. And I'm pretty sure there's a few of us in the world. Um, so I know that's just my name. So we can find me there. <laughs> um, my Instagram is uh, WendyJane74. And um, for anyone just want to look at, like, looking through the home care, my website for the home care is uh, universalhomecare.ca universalhomecare.ca got it do you want my email as well sure or really go blast it out let's <laughs> okay. go you're gonna get all do you these want my emails. physical address <laughs> you <write> a <laughs> nice. so nice to get letters in the mail <laughs> um my email is wendyjmajor at gmail.com Got it. There you go. Love it. Wendy, it has been yeah. an absolute pleasure to uh, spend some fun. time and, and talk with you today. And I love it um, for all of our listeners. Again, we'll put all this information out there if you want to get in touch with Wendy and pick her brain and maybe she can help you. And uh, that's it. Wendy, I think it's awesome. such a better story that you said no to Sergeant Ken. Oh, my gosh. And then said <laughs> yes, of course. But I just, you know, hats off to you. I don't think he gets that all that often. Well, no, right? <laughs> Let me who look says, at my schedule. No <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, don't think. I like her that. story, whereas, <laughs> whereas I was like, hey, Sergeant Ken, I'm going to be talking on your um, next one. Yeah. Christine's she, like. I scared um, the heck out of him when I first met him. Yeah. He like, uh, he like, I'm, yeah, I frighten him on many levels. He's like. Wow, awesome. you're a lot. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yes, I am. Well, that's, you know what? It's, it's called balance, right? There's you and there's me. There so you go. I'm, yeah, and you know what? He's got to have that. He's got to have that challenges him. So I appreciate you, Christine. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I totally appreciate you, too, Wendy. You are amazing. And Thank uh, you. You, too. We thank you. And we can't wait for our listeners to hear this. And with that said, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.